three, two, one. Welcome to Brian's Journal, episode entry number three. I'm really trying to get in the habit of calling these entries because it's journal. It's journal. It's not an episode. This isn't a show. This is a journal. This is a log. This is what I do because I want to do it for me. Sorry, it's not for you. It's for me. It's kind of for you. I like doing it for you. Uh, okay, I just read a headline in the news uh, surrounding coronavirus and Donald Trump. And uh, it's about how Trump <laughs> Trump randomly said yesterday, just, just the drop of a hat, when he was supposed to be talking about restaurants that he's taking hydroxychloroquine. And so I was like, why is that a big deal? And I guess it's a big deal because it's a very, it's, it might be a risky precautionary thing to do about coronavirus, try not to catch it. He's just like, yeah, a lot of people are taking it. It seems to be doing really well. I have to be taking it. <laughs> and everybody's like, wait, <laughs> what? And, um, and so I was like, wait, why is that such a big deal? And I guess it's a big deal because... The FDA last month said that Federal Drug Association uh, said that, see, doing this, doing this, doing this journal is going to help me actually learn things. I was like, okay, I'm going to look up a couple things and actually, you know, know, try to know what I'm talking about. The FDA said that hydrochloroquine, hydro, 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 hydroxychloroquine is not proven to be safe and or effective. Also, my neighbor across the street has a Maserati and every single morning he fires it up and lets it sit in the driveway for like five minutes. So if it's here for a few minutes, then let it just be another part of my real life because that is a part of my real life every single day. Another thing I wanted to look up for this entry is something about goals because I've been really meaning to write them down for years and write down the different steps that it will take to get to them. And, and then the books that I just read, the, you are a badass books that one is you are a badass. And the other one is you are a badass at making money. Jen Sincero talks a lot about actually visualizing. Hey, the Maserati's gone. That was quick. Uh, Oh, I have a story to tell about that guy who drives a Maserati after I had finished this story. Jen talks about actually visualizing what um I'm gonna talk I'm gonna make a note that I wanna talk about that Maserati guy after this. It's really funny. Uh Jen Sincero talks about what it feels like to actually achieve those goals. Like don't just write down the goals that you wanna get to. Actually envision yourself achieving them and don't just see it but feel it so what is that what is that actually going to feel like say my goal one of my goals is to like cut some fat off my body and in the moment when i want ice cream or i want a beer or i don't want to work out or something it's really easy to give up if i don't have a clear vision of what it will actually feel like when i don't eat crap because it feels so good, but I really need to remember and meditate on what it actually feels like when I feel like, you know, like I'm really taking good care of myself because it feels amazing. And if I remember that feeling and attach that reward to the behavior of not eating the ice cream or the behavior of working out, then I'm able to do the activity that will get me there.
Boom. Um, okay, so SMART goals. I, I, you may have heard this before. It's a <clears throat> acronym. SMART. Uh, what is a SMART goal? Goals are a part of every aspect. Motivation. Okay, here it is. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. Okay, whoa, did it just get darker? I think the sun just, the clouds just covered the sun. It's been such weird weather here in Southern California for the last week or so. Okay, so SMART, Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. This is really important to know. I mean, you can you can make all the goals in the world, but if you don't know how to make a goal, then you'll it'll be really difficult to achieve those those goals. Smart. So, specific is the first letter of this acronym. And basically that means get really 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 honed in on the details of this goal well-defined, clear, unambiguous. Not just saying like, next year, my goal is to run a lot. That is not specific. It could be like, next week, my goal is to run seven miles. Or tomorrow, my goal is to run two and a half miles. Say say next week, your goal was to run seven miles. Then you would say, my goal each day is to run X amount of miles, one and a half miles until I hit that seven mile mark. So you got to be specific on your goals. Measurable. I have to be specific on my goals as I'm getting ready. This is I told you, this is for me. This is for me. So you can eavesdrop if you want, but I'm only really thinking about me right here. I'm just kidding. Okay. Measurable means you have a specific criteria and you measure your progress towards the accomplished goal. Like I was just saying, same example. You have that seven miles that you want to run next week, but you break it down into smaller chunks, specific criteria that you measure your progress. So it's like Monday, I ran one and a half miles. Okay, I only have five and a half miles to go the rest of this week. Okay, that's measurable. Achievable, attainable, and not impossible to achieve. Can you run seven miles in a week? Can you? Maybe you should make it five. Maybe you should make it 12. Make it something that you can do. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And, um, the good news with that is it's like, just because seven miles is all you can run next week doesn't mean that's all you'll ever be able to run. Okay. But you got to start somewhere, make those first goals achievable. I have a goal right now. My coach, I was like, my goal is to upload Brian's journal five times a week for a year and she was like well how about just make the goal of doing it for one week first because that's a long that's a really big goal make it achievable and and uploading every day for a week is achievable uploading every day for a year needs to be broken down into smaller smaller bites for me to chew for me to chew on all right s-m-a-r stands for realistic means it's within reach realistic and re- relevant to your life purpose Honestly, that sounds really similar to achievable. Um, achievable, realistic. What's the difference between achievable and realistic? Within reach, realistic, relevant to your life purpose. I think that's the biggest. That's the biggest one right there. Um, relevant to your life purpose. So you can't be setting goals that you don't really care about. You know. And that brings up a whole nother point. Like, what is your life purpose? I mean, what do you want? 
What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? And is this goal that you're making relevant to that life purpose? I like that. And the last one is timely. With a clearly defined timeline, including starting date and target date, the purpose is to create urgency. Oh, create urgency. Wow. It's so easy, especially if you don't have a nine to five job to just not make it, not make your life into an urgent thing. It's so easy for me to do that. I'm like, I could wake up at 5.30 a.m. every day or I could wake up at 8. And there's no sense of urgency. Nobody's expecting me to be anywhere. Um, so nobody's expecting me to get certain things done, so I never get them done. But if I do have this timely part of my goals, then that accountability and that urgency is there, and I'm way more likely to accomplish it. For example, for Brian's journal... For this show, for this entry, for whatever this is, I've brought someone on board to help me produce these. Rachel, she's amazing. She's amazing. I've only been working with her for like a week and she's like so can do. She's so organized. She's so like, go get it. She's not making any excuses. She just asks questions if she has needs some clarity. But the other thing about having her around is that it creates urgency for me because I told her I would get her videos every day by 11 a.m. for her to uh, do post on and to post to do post and post on a bunch of different platforms so not only does it take away things that I don't want to do but it creates urgency for me because I'm paying for this person they're expecting something from me at a certain time and we're on a team together and if this is going to succeed then I got to do my part in order for her to do her part so it gives me a whole nother reason to do the shit that I'm doing as opposed to just like whether I feel like doing it or not. Oftentimes, almost all the time, I only do things if I feel like doing it as opposed to like all the other reasons that we do things. A lot of the, a lot of the, reason, a lot of the times the things that we do, we do them because other people are expecting us to do them. But I have kind of purposefully shaped my life into like this bubble and I feel like I protect myself into um not having anyone else depend on me for anything oh we're getting deep <laughs> I don't want anybody to depend on me for anything because it's commitment and it scares me and and it and it makes me accountable holy shit I need to I need to put more systems in my life that make me more accountable because it does create urgency. When I have an event that I'm going to do, then there's urgency and I'm working with partners and people are expecting certain things when they show up. It does create urgency and um, I need more of that in my life. Getting back to the SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, that timeliness, that commitment to when these goals will be done, every little piece of them until the big one is done or achieved or reached that timeliness, that schedule is what will create that urgency. I'm learning so much. I never would have Googled this if I wasn't shooting this right now. So see, look, my accountability to actually making something of value that I want to learn about and I want to write down for this journal that I'm accountable for shooting every single day because of Rachel is helping me learn new things and help me articulate things that I never really knew. So let me see if I can say it from memory. SMART goals is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Boom. That's good. 
Okay. Final section of today's entry is uh I my song I don't need that shit. I don't need that shit no more. I um it's it might be in a podcast coming out. Not a podcast of mine, but um someone is that I know has a really great podcast. And I don't know if it's going to happen for sure yet, but if it does, and I will definitely talk about it when it does, but they needed the stems for, I don't need that shit. And if you don't know what the stems are, it's basically every little piece of the, the song. So like the guitar and the drums and the synth and the vocals, like all broken down into different pieces. So they need the stems so they can kind of create their own version of the song that'll go well with the soundtrack to be a soundtrack for the podcast, at least a little part. And I didn't have the stems. I need the stems. So I reached out to, Austin, the mixer and masterer of all of my music, and he sent over the stems, and I was just listening to the stems this morning, and it's just so fun to listen to, especially my egotistical self loves listening to the vocals. So let's see. He's a B-T-I-D-N-T-S V-O-X lead is what it's labeled. So it's Brian Trout, I don't need that shit, vocals lead. Let's see what this sounds like. Nothing in the beginning. Here it comes. Coming out of my headphones. My phone no more, yeah. Hey, what it was before. I okay, okay. I got it. I'm sorry. When I first was recording that, it the audio cut out. So that's the stem. And now I talked for a while after that. And unfortunately, I'm just going to have to reiterate what I said. Basically, I'm pumped about those stems. I um, There's some cool stems for for all of the songs. There's some cool stems for how fake that I used to kind of chop it up and, and use it for um, some visuals. And I'm going to do that again for sure. Um, but the final thing I wanted to mention <laughs> is that Oh, I was talking about the thing that I was talking about that didn't get recorded was I've always wanted to make music and sing. Um, but I over over the course of time I've gotten known for doing other things. And that's just kinda like, you know, when when you get known for doing something, you get known for playing a sport, you get known for dating a a person or marrying someone or living somewhere, you just get known for certain things especially like a job. And so for a long time, I've been known as a photographer and or be free. And I love doing both of those things. But the thing that I actually really want to do and want to be known for doing is making good music and make people dance and make people cry and help people feel. And recently, I've been getting more and more like known for doing that. And the reason I'm getting more known for doing it is because I'm doing it. Like... If you want to do something and you want people to know that you do it, like, you just got to do it and you got to tell people that you're doing it. Don't, like, tell people you're going to do it. Just do it. And then tell people you are doing it. And they'll start seeing you for that thing and they'll start hitting you up to, like, write songs or, I don't know, whatever the thing is you want to do. So, you know, more and more people. The things that you do, you will attract more of. And you'll attract more like-minded people. For example, I was... I have never spoken to that guy who drives that Maserati. Never. I've lived here for almost three years. I've never spoken to him. And uh, 
the other day I was pulling out of my driveway and I, my window was down and I like was singing a little thing and then he goes, hey, Brian. <laughs> and I was like, hi. And he's in his driveway and my window's down and I was ready to drive away and, he, and I was like, how do you know my name? And then he goes, I like your song. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't need that shit. I, I, I heard it. I like, I saw your Instagram ad, and I was like, what? That's what I'm talking about. This guy that I've lived across the street from for three years, never talked to in my life. Like, we got to connect over something that I made that he found apart from being neighbors from me, which is so cool. Anyway, uh, that's my Maserati story, and it's funny that his Maserati came on during today's episode, and then I had a story about him. Um, you know what? That's it for Brian's journal. Entry number three. See you tomorrow.